This program is sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund. For Zion's sake, I will not keep silent. For Zion's sake, I'll not hold my peace. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. Isaiah 62.1 is taken directly out of the Hebrew Scriptures when the prophet Isaiah declared, For Zion's sake I will not keep silent, and for Jerusalem's sake I will not keep quiet, until her righteousness goes forth like brightness, and her salvation like a torch that is burning. Your hosts for the program are Shelley and June Volk, Jewish believers burdened to see Jew and Gentile become one. Believers strengthened in their faith and for their Jewish kinsmen to come to the saving knowledge of Jesus as the Messiah, the Son of God. Bless the Lord. Welcome to For Zion's Sake. We thank you for joining us. We're the Volks. My name is Shelley. And my name is June. Hi, everyone. It's good to be with you this week. And our theme this week is having our mind stayed on the Lord. And that comes from Isaiah chapter 26, verses 3 and 4. And the word in the New American Standard reads this way, The steadfast of mind thou wilt keep in perfect peace, because he trusts in thee. Trust in the Lord forever, for in God the Lord we have an everlasting rock. I want to read it from the New English Bible. Thou dost keep him in peace, men of constant mind, in peace, because they trust in thee. Trust in the Lord forever, for the Lord himself is an everlasting rock. We also talked about this scripture, Shelley, from the Amplified Version, where it reads, You will guard him and keep him in perfect and constant peace, whose mind, both its inclination and its character, is stayed on you, because he commits himself to you, leans on you, and hopes confidently in you. So trust in the Lord, Commit yourself to him, lean on him, hope confidently in him forever. For the Lord God is an everlasting rock and the rock of ages. And it's really true, Shelley, that no matter what our situation or circumstance is, when we find refuge and cry out to God and keep our mind stayed on him, he gives us shalom, shalom, peace, peace. Amen. You know, it's interesting, Junie, Isaiah 26, verses 3 and 4, which we just read, comes in the midst of a portion of of Isaiah, which talks about destruction and judgment on the earth. But when we have our mind stayed on the Lord, just as you said, it doesn't matter what the external circumstances are. We must keep our eyes on the Lord, trust in him that will keep us in perfect peace. And you know what's interesting, Junie? How many times have we heard Jeremiah 29, verse 11 being quoted? It's it's on, we hear it so often, and I'd like to read it, but what we don't realize is the conditions and the context in which it was spoken, or written, I should say. Isaiah, Jeremiah 29, verse 11. For I know the plans that I have for you, declares the Lord, plans for welfare and not for calamity, to give you a future and a hope. Junie, what an incredibly beautiful verse that is, and what an encouraging verse. But this was part of a letter 
that Jeremiah wrote to the exiles in Babylon. So here's the picture. He wrote such an encouraging uh, word to them while they were in captivity in Babylon. So we see that the situation should not rule us. Our eyes need to be fixed on the Lord. Our minds need to be stayed on Him. Our trust needs to be in Him that will allow us to have perfect peace. So we need to ask ourselves and those people listening to us today, what is our mind stayed on? And you know, Shelley, it's a promise in the scripture too that the Lord says that I will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on thee. And that is not an easy thing, Shelley. It's a battle of faith. And when we determine to keep our mind on the Lord... Something happens in our being. And when we're born again and we have his life in us, he can begin to change our heart and put confidence in us for who he is. And you know, Shelley, if you really think of Jesus going to the cross and the kind of rejection or a life he led in the earth, we really do see that because he kept his mind on his Father in heaven, and on eternal things, he lived an overcoming life, the only one that lived without sin. And you know what's amazing, Junie, when you mention Jesus on the cross, the, the Word of God says what was set before him was the joy of what would happen as a result of his willingness to go to the cross. In other words, I, you, it's very hard to believe he enjoyed the suffering. Of course he didn't. But he endured the suffering of the cross because of what he set his mind on. And that was the joy that was to follow the sacrificial uh, act of dying on the cross. And you know, Shelley, because he gave himself to us, because he gave himself for us, we really see that this earth and the things of the earth are getting darker yes, and darker. Lord. So this message is really important for you and me, Shelley, and for every one of our listeners. If you have your Bibles, turn with us to Second Corinthians chapter 4. I'm going to read verses 16 through 18. Wherefore we do not lose heart, but though our outer man is decaying, Yet our inner man is being renewed day by day, for momentary light affliction is producing for us an eternal weight of glory far beyond all comparison. While we look not at the things which are seen, but which we look on, which the things that are seen are temporal, but the things that are not seen... Are eternal. Let me just read verse 18 again. While we look not on the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen, for the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. You know, June, what a probing scripture that is. There was Paul talking about momentary light afflictions, and if we know what he called momentary light afflictions, will know that they're major catastrophes. He was imprisoned. He, was, uh, he had 39 stripes on him many times. He was given up for dead. But he called them momentary light afflictions. Why? Because his mind was set on the eternal weight of glory 
that awaited him that are produced by going through these momentary light afflictions. Junie, this is such a, a, a mindset that's needed in all of us that when not the, the circumstances and the conditions and the external situation around us should not dictate how we live because we need a mindset that is stayed on the Lord to see that our life will fulfill the purposes of God for each one of us. And we need to remember too, Shelley, that Paul was such a servant that when God knocked him off his um, uh, camel or his donkey that he was traveling on, something was intrinsically changed within Paul. And he was even blinded and didn't receive sight for three days. But when his eyes were opened again, he saw life differently and he saw God differently because of the life of the Messiah that was being produced within him and changing him. So Paul's testimony is more than just what he wrote. His life reflected the words that he wrote. And that's our encouragement to every listener and even to you, Shelley, and to me, that our life would reflect the life of the Messiah as we yield our will and our heart and our mindset to have his will and his life and his mindset living in and through us. And Junie, isn't it a real test for all of us? How much more difficult is is it to have our mindset on something that's not visible or not tangible, but something spiritual and eternal. That can only happen when we give ourselves over entirely to the Holy Spirit, Amen. to the leading of the Holy Spirit, because the temporal things that we could touch and feel and see and smell and taste, well, that, who needs any kind of help to see these things? But God wants to take us into a, a higher level, a higher level of dependence and trust in him that we'll put our trust in things that we don't see, that we can't see, that are eternal. That will allow us to keep our minds stayed on him and put our trust in him, not on the circumstances around us. And really what we're talking about, isn't it, Shelley, is a battle of faith. Amen. And one of the um, reasons Jesus died one of the reasons why he gave himself was because he desired to give us the mind of Hallelujah. Christ, the mind of the Messiah. So it's available for every listener and for you and me, Shelley, and it's God's heart to do it. And another thought is that not to be discouraged or give up hope when you're going through something that seems too much for you to bear. And there seems to be no way out of it. Maybe God wants to work with you in the situation that his life would even produce a hope within you because the eternal life is working within you that will change your heart and your mind and enlighten your soul. Amen. And isn't it true for all of us that when a crisis comes upon us or a difficult situation or something unexpected, what happens? Our mind starts racing and we figure out, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? How am I going to handle this situation? That's the point that we need to have our mind stayed on the Lord's so that the spirit would lead us and our flesh would not activate itself and take control over our lives. And there's a scripture, Shelley, that says that we should cast down yes. every 
vain imagination that would exalt itself above the knowledge of God. Again, it's the battle of our faith. And another thought, Shelley, that is very important is to have our minds stayed on the Lord, we need a grateful heart. So if you're going through a difficult situation, if you're going through uh, a time where you feel oppressed and depressed, yes, I want to Lord. encourage you Hallelujah. that you would thank the Lord for yes, that depression. You would thank the Lord for that difficult battle. You would thank the Lord for every situation because his word tells us that in everything, give thanks, for this is the will of God in the Messiah Jesus concerning you. And you know, Shelley, that's what will bring the life of the Messiah and encouragement when we begin to thank him, cast down our own thoughts and say, Lord, please give me your mind, your Hallelujah. heart in this situation yes, and strengthen me. Well, let's close this program today, Junie, by looking at verse 8 in Psalm 16. I have set the Lord continually before me because he is at my right hand. I will not be shaken. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that you are our rock. Yes. We don't just trust you, but our trust is in you, my God. And I pray, Lord, that our minds would be set on you. We would be restored to perfect peace. Yes, Lord. Because our minds are stayed on you because our trust is in you. You are a trustworthy Savior, and we love you and want to serve you with all of our hearts the rest of our days. In Jesus' name we pray this. Amen. Thank you for joining us this evening. If you would like to get in touch with Shelley and June, you can write to them at P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona 85252. That's P.O. Box 1784, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85252. And you can also contact them on their website, ShellyAndJuneVolk.com. That's ShellyAndJuneVolk.com. Until next time, the Lord bless thee and keep thee. The Lord make his face to shine upon thee and be gracious unto thee. The Lord lift up his countenance upon thee and give thee peace. This program was sponsored by the Psalm 127 Fund.